The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The most important thing about your business could be how your products are packaged. Packaging is the signature that you leave everywhere, and it speaks volumes about who you are and what you do. This is Ditch the Box with David Marinak. In today's show, we'll talk about marketing, increased sales, and how it relates to product packaging. Have you explored alternatives like flexible packaging? You should. It can save your company a bundle. Now, here is David Marinak. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Ditch the Box, the marketing slash flexible retail packaging slash how to build your brand radio show. I'm David Marinak, your host. As you know, our show is about marketing and flexible retail packaging with a few other related topics in between. Normally, we start off our show with news and notes of companies and brands in the news. However, Linda and her team at USA Fulfillment are busy, and I wanted to show start the show with her so she can go back to doing incredible things for her customers. And I can't wait for you to hear from her. Now, USA Fulfillment is 100% employee-owned, while others can talk partnership, but in their case, it takes an entirely different meaning. Their team members have more than just a job on the line. They're invested in your growth and it coincide, as it coincides with their own. You will find their owners in management, as call center agents, and on the production floor, equally invested in turning your customers into your best brand advocates with each and every touch. USA Fulfillment's East Coast facility is strategically located within two days of more than 50% of the U.S. population and can provide same-day fulfillment solutions to your customers. Their facility includes a 60-seat contact center, providing customer support and order entry services to your customers via telephone, email, and chat. They have both ambient and climate-controlled storage areas. They are ISO 9001 and 2008 certified as they commit to continuously improving their processes and service offerings. Finally, they are registered with the FDA as a food facility, allowing them to handle dietary supplements, cosmetics, medical devices, and more. Founded in 1983, USA was around before the World Wide Web. E-commerce and M-commerce were an apple in your brand's eye. They have run many programs in these years and have developed their core competencies. They continuously hone these competencies and offer the leading-edge technologies and processes to support them. Joining us today is Linda Dickinson, Director of Sales and Marketing for USA Fulfillment. Now, Linda is a seasoned supply chain professional with over 28 years of experience serving e-commerce, B2C, B2B clients across a diverse range of industries. As a sales professional, she enjoys meeting people, learning about their companies, and talking about the challenges they face with their branding, marketing, and supply chain. She loves challenges and takes great pride in, 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 in her track record of creating successful, proven solutions that drive efficiencies, improve performance, reduce costs, and increase profitability. Joining us all the way from Chestertown, Maryland, did I say that right, Linda, is yes, Linda Dickinson. <laughs> Linda, welcome <laughs> to the show. Thanks for being here. Hi, David. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today. 
Well, great. So let's start with the basics because our listeners are from all different industries. So what does fulfillment mean versus contract packaging or contract manufacturing? Well, fulfillment is really just one segment in a company's total supply chain, and it's, it's sort of the end part of the supply chain. And basically, in its most simple terms, we will store a company's product and literature, and then as orders are placed, we pick, pack, and ship the order. So all of the different products or components, if you will, they're already packaged and, and, and organized. And, well, you get it, so, so to speak, in bulk, right? And then you guys will, will kind of store. So, so, for example, let's just, and I'm making this up, but a vacuum cleaner. So you would take the, you know, the components of like the catalog or the you know, how to use catalog and, and the vacuum cleaner itself and then the, the accessories and put those all together. Did I, did I kind of get that right? <laughs> yep, that's correct. We can receive already packaged products or we do offer kitting upon receipt, kitting and assembly right. packaging. So we can receive product in any format that the clients want to send to us. It's interesting. And, and, and taking it a step further, because this really kind of plays into what a lot of companies are dealing with now in e-commerce and their e-commerce stores. So are you directly tied into a company's website when they, when, when a, you know, like, for example, I'm online and I go to XYZ company, uh, whether it's B2B or B2C, they're directly connected with USA Fulfillment, who will then pull the order and ship it direct to them in their name. Is that, did I get that right? Yes, absolutely correct. We do fully integrate with most major shopping carts or companies' internal systems, and we support multiple integration levels. That could range from batch CSV files to coming in through real-time API feeds. So essentially, once we receive the order file, we're going to go ahead and sweep it into our order management software, and then we're going to print client-branded pick tickets. So we are totally invisible to our clients' customers at all times. We're going to pick, pack, and ship the orders, and at the end of every day, we'll upload a shipped order confirmation file back to the shopping cart or to the internal system so we can close that, that whole loop. It's, and, and, you know, the thing that's fascinating to me as a guy that, that's, that's been in the packaging industry, been involved with it, you know, industrial shipping and containers the whole bit, you guys are really the unsung heroes, and I know we'll dig in more into you know the philosophies behind USA Fulfillment. But you guys are the ones that really and truly um, kind of like are that are that 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 bow on the top of a present, if you will, because you've got to make sure that everything is in there just perfectly. Because unfortunately, you know, if somebody gets a product and it's you know it's not doesn't look right or it's damaged or it's it's all miscombobulated, if you will. Um, you guys get the heat, and, but but you also made a point of saying we're absolutely invisible. And um, I guess in a strange way, when you're invisible and no one knows about you, you guys are really doing your job. I mean, it's it's just it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's very interesting in that whole process. So most people really don't know that companies such as USA Fulfillment even exist. You right. know, they believe that they're dealing with the parent company. So it's a very interesting process, and of course, the better we do, um, the better it is for our clients. So it's it's very good that we do totally remain invisible at sure. all times. Yeah, and it's and again, that's that's what I was kind of trying to say in my jarbled whatever you call that explanation. But it was, <laughs> I was kind of just trying to say that the 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 less you hear 
um, the more you or the better you're doing your job in a way, right? You only hear about when there's problems. Um, and if you're completely, you know, quiet, you are just that, that feather in the cap of, of, of the company. You're the company behind the scenes. And, um, and it just, it just is a huge piece of, of a company's success. Good for you guys. Yeah, it is, and and it is. You know, generally the whole thought on that would be uh, no news is good news. Oh, yeah. However, we work very hard to generate um, very positive customer experiences. So, in our case, we do really try to get feedback from our clients' customers. So, you know, our whole concept that we take at USA Fulfillment is we want to take a good customer experience and we want to turn it into a great customer experience. And are you is and are you and it's going to tie into kind of where I was going with the next question because you had mentioned software before and that's proprietary software that you guys kind of developed when you're when you're handling a client's order if you will um, is that is that a fair I mean is that is that software that you guys have developed over the years at USA Fulfillment? No, actually, we just launched a brand new state of the art uh, order management. Uh, it's Beautiful. totally integrated with order management and warehouse management software. Sure. So the software that we use is actually from a company called In Order. So it's a very good base package, has a lot of capabilities with it. However, we do take it and we can tweak it and make a lot of different changes so that we can actually customize and meet all the unique needs of each client. Yeah, and that's what's really cool because it's it's and that's sort of where I was going with that was that whether it was your own kind of, you know, created from scratch, but everything and and just like software that we deal with here, it's it's you get the software and that just kind of gets you started. The rest of it is your own magic that you put on there and I know you guys are very proud of, you know, all the different features and things that you do for your clients. Um, you know, above and beyond. So that would be something above and beyond with the software. You take the software and then you make it your own, so to speak. And I think that's probably a fair statement. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Now, now the when you were talking about, um, we've got a few more minutes before a break, and we're talking with Linda Dickinson, Director of Sales and Marketing for USA Fulfillment. Now, Linda, you had mentioned um, you're constantly, well, constantly is the right word, but you're, you're, act- you're, you're actively kind of touching base with your clients and you're um, and 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 looking for feedback on how you're doing. It, tell us more about that because you guys are obsessed with that in a good way. This is such a big deal for you guys, and we'll I know we'll dig into more of that after the break. But how are you guys keeping in touch with your clients and then getting that information? You know, are we doing okay? Did we do something? Uh, is there something we could do better? Is there you know you guys are almost obsessed with that, and it's just fascinating. I'd love to hear more. Well. The approach that we take is with our clients, it's about the total brand experience. So what we do is when we're working with our clients, we want to learn everything about them. We want to know what are their goals and objectives, where do they see themselves in the industry, where do they want to position themselves in the industry. So that's our job. We want to explore every option that they're looking at so that we can help them um, get themselves to stand apart from their competition. So we feature ourselves as, um, we talk about high-touch services is where we position our companies. We, we want to be the best of the best in the world of fulfillment, and we strive to work with like-minded companies. So when we talk about high-touch services, we're, we're talking about um, where we hold ourselves in the industry, and we're really proud to say that we offer some of the highest service levels in the industry. That is, um, and, and again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of chat for a little bit longer. Then I'm gonna take us into a break. But but you've opened up a, a really cool and and fascinating can of worms, in, in my opinion, because 
So many people, and I know you'll agree with this, Linda, so many people and companies just try to be a me too type of company. You know, well, we can do that and we can do that and we, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we can be cheaper than that guy. We can be cheaper. You guys go out of your way because I've seen it in action. You guys go out of your way to literally say to clients or potential clients from the very, very beginning, we are not, you know, your down and dirty fulfillment type of company. Just, you know, I think you even have on your website or you even send it to me, you're a pack and slap and ship some, you have some sort of a terminology for it. But the, the, what I'm getting at is you really go out of your way to say, look, we are the, you know, the creme de la creme. We are the top of the line when it comes to fulfillment. And we want you to, you know, like you said, you want to partner with like-minded clients who value what it is that you do. And when you and and I I just think that is the coolest thing because you kind of really just tear the you know tear the roof off and just say look we're not we're not here to just you know stick a label on a you know nine million boxes and be half a penny you're talking about you know having that wow experience for the client when they open their box and we'll we'll touch base on that in the in the next half but um, was that a pretty fair statement I mean you guys are obsessed with just kind of that wow experience for your clients. Oh, absolutely. We try to do everything we can, and we explore every single opportunity within the supply chain to see, you know, how can we take it to the next level? How can we build on that customer relationship? So it's very important for us, and we get really detailed with our clients um, as far as we'll even put ourselves in their our clients' customers' footsteps so we can yes. experience what they experience and see what's going on with them. And then we're going to report that back to our clients to tell them, you know, this is what we're seeing. We think you can do this better. We could, you know, we'd love to wow. see a change over in here. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it really does help them. You know, a lot of times the clients are so close to, to it, they think they know what yeah, the they customers don't see it. want. But until you really put yourself in your customers' feet, um, you know, you really it really opens up a, a lot of uh, opportunities for you sure. when you do that. Sure. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Linda's uh, graciously agreed to stick around for the next segment. Sit back, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You've got a great product, and it's now on the store shelves at all the major big box retailers. So what's the problem? You are getting squeezed. Cost reductions are demanded from the retailers, and they are not letting up. So what are you going to do? You can give in and watch your margins disappear and hope you can make them up with other clients or with other products. You can say no and watch the retailers make deals with your competitors. Or you could say yes because you've discovered a way to increase your margins and even get lost margins back. At StandUpPouches.net, we live and breathe flexible retail packaging. We have factories that can run as few as 5,000 pieces and scale to millions without any change in quality. We are ISO 9000 and ISO 14000 approved and offer complete supply chain solutions using our Ohio warehouse. Your retail packaging is the voice of your brand. Don't use inferior packaging. Choose packaging that not only protects, but keeps products fresher for longer while building your brand. To learn more, visit us at www.standuppouches.net or call us at 866-440-2123. 
The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Ditch the Box with David Maranak. If you'd like more information about our program, send David an email to david at standuppouches.net. That's david at standuppouches.net. Now, back to Ditch the Box. Welcome back to Ditch the Box. We're chatting with our friend, Linda Dickinson, Director of Sales and Marketing for USA Fulfillment. Now, Linda, before the break, we had just kind of dug into a little bit about that that sort of um, experience, that customer experience that USA Fulfillment is so, um, and I obsessed is the wrong word, but it's a good kind of a obsessed. You guys really, it's just a part of your DNA. Now, take us a little bit, take us into a little bit further. You had said right before break that you guys will literally, you know, try to put yourself in the shoes of your client or maybe even your client's client, that end user of whatever the product is that you're putting together. Can you share with that? What is that? What do you mean by that? Because I think it's a, there's a lesson that all of us could really learn from USA Fulfillment. Sure. Well, when we say we put ourselves in our customer's shoes, we literally do that. We'll go through the entire customer experience, and um, that includes, well, I'm going to go onto their website. We're going to take a look at that and look at the website appeal. How We're going to make a call to their 800 number or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do that. Or we're going to go through placing orders. We're going to evaluate the correspondence levels for the customers to find out, you know, how, are they aware of the status of their order at all times? We'll take a look at the timeliness of delivery. What did the product look like when we got it? What were our first thoughts? And what was that whole unboxing experience about? So, once we do that, we will actually develop up a whole formal presentation. We call it a customer experience evaluation. And it's going to just report right back to the customer. This, this is what we thought about each one of these different areas. So this is what we're seeing. This is what we think you can do better. And it, it really does open up a whole lot of uh, opportunities for them. You know, when, we, are, when we look the, at the... Uh, you know, yeah. even delivery and stuff like that with uh, what are your shipping options and all. How can you set yourself apart in your shipping options? That's one great big hot button for all customers. Will they will they come to you initially with that and say, I think our customer experience stinks or how can you – I mean, because it sounds – a consult, it's a consultative sale. It's not just you just giving them a quote. You really kind of really almost dig in there. Well, you do really dig in. There's no no sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do they, how much do people share with you? Um, cause it's tough in my world in packaging. Cause you, cause it's almost like you've got to get those people to agree that there's room for improvement. And uh, a lot of people don't want to admit that, you know, they want to come in and say, well, I don't have any problems. I just need somebody to box these things up for me. But you kind of, you guys really, how do you get that your clients to really open up like that? Because really when you do, then you can really position yourselves to really, you know, give them that wow experience, which makes you guys so special. Well, what generally what I do is, is when I have start my initial conversations with a prospect, you know, and again, I'm going to go and I want to learn about this company. I want to learn what what their goals and objectives are. Where where do they think they're going to be? Where do they want to be? And then I will literally come out with them as we're talking. I need to set the tone for the position that we take as USA Fulfillment. And basically, if it comes across, I flat out will tell them if they're looking for a down-and-dirty solution, and that means we're just going to pull product, pack it, slap a label, and ship it out the door, right up front I'm going to tell them that we are not going to be your best fit. And it's not that we don't do down-and-dirty or we can't do down-and-dirty. It's just that by our own standards, we don't do it really well. The drive for us to evaluate every process in this fulfillment cycle and look for the opportunities on areas to improve the whole customer experience, it's literally embedded in our DNA, and we really can't turn it off. So we understand that, you know, this just isn't really going to be the best client for us. So instead, we take the position, because we strive to be the best of the best in the fulfillment world, we look to partner with like-minded companies for that. Um, Do you have trouble finding them um, that, you know, I think, and let me just kind of follow that because a lot of times people talk to us about quality, 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 quality. We want quality. It's, you know, we're all about it until you say, well, it's, you know, 10 cents versus four cents. And they go, we don't care about quality anymore. We care about price. And um, how do do you guys face those same issues like the rest of us out here? Yeah, we do. Certainly there's a good portion of companies that, you know, they'll say they want to be number one in their industry or they want to be within the top ten, but yet, you know, obviously there is cost associated to it. Right. But it is there's a good portion of companies out there that they do understand that it takes more than a superior product and more than high service levels to be the best of the best. They know it's all about that total brand experience. So they do understand, and that's where, you know, just in the course of the conversations and some of the, some of the information that I like to share in these conversations, they begin to say, gee, I think this company really can help us. They can take right. us from a good solution into a great solution. And then, Especially you know, if they, they can really make money on it, too. That. I'm sorry, I talked over you that last statement again was... Oh, I just said that, you know, they really, a certain portion of these companies, they really do want to be the best, and they really do have a vested interest in that. So they are willing to to hear you and to listen and see, what can I do? How can I be the best of the best? Right. And that, that's really where I think we can help a lot of those companies. You know, and, and, I, and I keep, the more you talk, I keep thinking about that, that Zappos kind of experience, and, and we'll get into the out-of-box that you guys kind of coined that phrase, but, you know, that Zappo experience where you were, were so excited that um, you're engaging with somebody and they're, they want to work with you, and, or, they're, you know, you talk to them on Christmas Day and they, they can really kind of engage with you. What I'm getting at is um, when you're doing these kind of proposals or really discussing with somebody, are you dealing with a buyer? Are you dealing with like a customer experience 
manager, um, who would who would you be talking with when it comes to you know this this I guess you could say this pitch, if you will, about USA fulfillment? Most of um, the folks that we talk with are are going to be the C level, so it's going to be um, CEOs, uh, owners, VPs of operations, directors, that level. So it's a fairly high level, and it's they are decision makers for the company. Which makes a, again, which makes a big difference when you're when you finally are trying to get somebody to sign off or buy into your philosophy. Because, and I know you face this as much as we do. When you're dealing with some people, not all buyers, but let's just throw that out there, a lot of times people are almost, Linda, trained to say no. No, too expensive. No, I don't want it. No, I don't want to change. Um, and, and it drives us crazy because um, they're afraid. And they're afraid that if they, if they make a change or make a switch, um, that it may make them look bad. So they're afraid to even move or they're afraid to try something new. And um, and it's so frustrating. I don't know if you face that because it's just you know they talk a great game, but when it comes time comes down to trying um, you know something new, it, it just kind of like they'll it's just they'll stay frozen and 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 never move. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, we do experience some of that as well. Sometimes I'll even go so far as to offer a try before you buy. Right. So uh, we yeah. can we can take segments or do some kind of testing for them so they can kind of get an idea That's of smart. who we are, how we work, you know, what are the service levels. And I find that, you know, once once they engage with us, they don't leave us. And, and you guys really are that, that quality versus quantity kind of approach. And, 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 again, I love the try it before you buy it, a trial order, you know, no-risk trial, small lots kind of thing. And I think that really kind of gives somebody – um, that kind of warm and fuzzy that, you know, you're in it for the long haul. USA Fulfillment is not monkeying around with a one-time kind of deal. You are looking for that real long-term client. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, that's absolutely true. We do look for long-term relationships. And some of our core clients we have already have been with us for 16, 17 years already. Awesome. We have excellent references, which we're happy to share with our potential clients as well. So, you know, it's not just it's not just us speaking, but we do encourage them to talk with our references, and, and you know they'll find out exactly for themselves. You know what we're telling them. We're not we're not misrepresenting not or anything like that. Right? Yeah. It's it's the real deal. <laughs> and you know, and it's been like that since you and I met and talked, and, and, and other folks in your organization, because you, it just it's. You said it on the it's it's on your website and those kind of things. But you said something earlier, I believe, in the first segment. It's in your DNA. Everybody from people on the production floor there to um, you know office personnel all kind of buy into this philosophy. We're not monkeying around here with dirt, down and dirty kind of things. It's 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 a very very cool philosophy. It is definitely what part of our uh, corporate culture. And it's very different. When we have prospects come to visit, you can just feel it when you walk into the building. Um, it's a very team-oriented building. Uh, everybody, it's a very happy place. Everybody right. is, you know, fully into the whole job scenario. So, you know, they everybody that that has a job to do, they 
they really go to the full extent to do their job. And we get feedback all the time from different stages, things that, you know, maybe I didn't think of or the account manager didn't think of. The the production floor person, you know, the person that's actually pickpacking and shipping that product, you know, they're going to think of things. And, you know, and they'll jot down their ideas and they come forward with it. So it's just, it's a it's an excellent environment that we have here. Well, we've got a few more minutes left, and I just want to kind of, on that note, because I know we have a lot of listeners on the East Coast. Now, if somebody wants to contact USA Fulfillment, why don't we just, just kind of let it, let it go at that? Is there an 800 number to call in, Linda, or a website that people can kind of learn more about USA Fulfillment? Absolutely. We do have a website. The website would be www.usafill.com. Okay. Where the 800 number would be 800-777-8872. And I'll go so far as giving you my direct extension is 238. It's such a, it's such a cool, refreshing thing um, as we wind up this segment here, Linda. And I'm just so grateful that you took the time. It's just, you know, we didn't get into the nuts and bolts of, you know, ugh, I know we talked a little bit about fulfillment and what that is and that kind of stuff. But it's so refreshing to be with a company that literally just kind of, um, you guys get it. You totally get it. And it's, it's part of your DNA, and I just love it. It's just been very, very refreshing and very cool uh, to have you on the show, and I'm grateful. Thank you again. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. And, you know, we get so excited when we talk with these prospects and clients to see, you know, to find these areas. We're so excited when we can come upon an area where if they make one simple change in here, they can increase their sales by 10%. Um, and, and many times they are very simple changes that they, that they should be making. They just aren't aware of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Linda, thanks again for being here. It's been awesome. I really, really enjoyed learning about USA Fulfillment and, and getting to know you better as well. Thanks again for being on our show. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate that. You got it. Thanks. Stick around, right. folks. We'll be right back. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You've got a great product, and it's now on the store shelves at all the major big box retailers. So what's the problem? You are getting squeezed. Cost reductions are demanded from the retailers, and they are not letting up. So what are you going to do? You can give in and watch your margins disappear and hope you can make them up with other clients or with other products. You can say no and watch the retailers make deals with your competitors. Or you could say yes, because you've discovered a way to increase your margins and even get lost margins back. At StandUpPouches.net, we live and breathe flexible retail packaging. We have factories that can run as few as 5,000 pieces and scale to millions without any change in quality. We are ISO 9000 and ISO 14000 approved and offer complete supply chain solutions using our Ohio warehouse. Your retail packaging is the voice of your brand. Don't use inferior packaging. Choose packaging that not only protects, but keeps products fresher for longer while building your brand. To learn more, visit us at www.standuppouches.net or call us at 866-440-2123. 
Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Ditch the Box with David Marinak. If you'd like more information about our program, send David an email to david at standuppouches.net. That's david at standuppouches.net. Now, back to Ditch the Box. Welcome back to Ditch the Box. I'm your host, David Marinak. Now it's time for the news and notes segment of the week. Some of the brands and companies in retail, as you hear about today, Arden Mills, Unilever, New York Bakery, General Mills, The Fresh Market, and Mrs. Green's Natural Market. Our news is brought to you or brought to us by Prepared Foods, Just Foods, and Supermarket News. Flour Milling and Ingredients Company Arden Mills used this year's IFT Annual Meeting and Food Expo to showcase the Mobile Innovation Center and launched two new product lines, Arden Mills Organic Flowers and Grains and Arden Mills Sprouted Flowers and Grains. One year ago at IFT, Arden Mills had just formed a new company born of two industry leaders, ConAgra Mills and Horizon Milling. The newly formed company hit the ground running in 2014, in part and introduced the MIC, a state-of-the-art culinary center designed to bring creativity, hands-on education, and interactive R&D support directly to customers. This year found Arden Mills back with MIC in a series of brand new products. Responding to the latest trend of food-conscious consumers who value local, ethical, and pure foods, Arden Mills demonstrated new ways to bring nourishing ingredients to the table. At IFT, Arden Mills sampled applications such as Toasted crawfish roll with 55% sprouted white spring whole wheat flour and wild berry mini pies with 70% organic flour and 30% nine grain flour. Unilever has claimed victory. I'm sorry, moving on. Unilever has claimed victory in a dispute with Germany with a consumer watchdog over the company's Bessel Proactive product. The high regional court in Hamburg upheld earlier ruling that dismissed concerns at Food Watch. German consumer organization over a scientific claim Unilever was using to support the product, which FMCG giant says helps lower cholesterol. The dispute started in November 2011 when Foodwatch called into question the claim Bessel Proactive margarine lowers cholesterol due to inclusion of added plant sterols and argued there was a scientific evidence to the level of the ingredient, which could have side effects. Grupo Bimbo is adding a pretzel range to its New York bakery company portfolio in the UK. The individually packaged soft pretzel knots are targeted at looking for an on-the-go snack. They're available in three variants, original, sweet cinnamon, and cheddar and red onion. The pretzels are free from artificial flavors, colors, and preservatives, and the firm said they're inspired by pretzels sold in delis in New York City. Unlike other baked snacks, the pretzels are not sweet or heavy with less than 150 calories per pretzel, and they can be enjoyed as part of a balanced diet. The pretzels will be available from mid-September in Alsa, Morrison's, and Sainsbury and Tesco's 
Moving on. General Mills, the Cheerios to Yoplait maker, has finalized a goal to cut greenhouse gas emissions across its entire supply chain. The U.S. group has targets, has targets in place since 2005 for emissions from its own operations and said last year it would expand its efforts to include its suppliers with a focus on upstream agriculture without setting a specific target date. The company yesterday announced the goal of cutting emissions from farm to fork to landfill by 28% against 2010 levels over the next 10 years. Climate plays a significant role in the long-term viability of our business. For example, changes in climate have an impact on weather conditions, such as drought, floods, and excessive heat, all of which can decrease yields on our raw materials like corn, oats, and wheat, Jerry Lynch, Vice President, Chief Sustainability Officer at General Mills said. We work closely with Business for Social Responsibility to calculate a science-based goal, and by this, I mean we did not approach this by asking ourselves what could we do to reduce our carbon footprint, rather... We asked ourselves, what does science tell us our role is in preventing the world's worst impacts of climate change? Looking beyond 2025, our long-term aspiration is to achieve sustainable emission levels in line with scientific consensus by 2050. Owens, Illinois, has completed the acquisition of the Vitro food and beverage glass container business from Mexico-based Vitro. As part of the transition and transaction, OI will buy five food and beverage glass container plants in Vitro in Mexico, a Bolivian plant in the food and beverage business of Vitro Packaging. Based in Plano, Texas, U.S. Vitro Packaging is the, country's, is the company's North American distribution business. OI chairman and CEO Al Strauchan said, as a leader in the strong, growing Latin American market, the addition of Vitro represents a significant opportunity to extend our global franchise and further build upon our position as the world's leading glass packaging company. The Fresh Market said Tuesday it's named Rick Anasetti as its new president and CEO, a move applauded by industry observers. Anasetti was president and CEO of Foodline until he left the company in 2010. That same year, he joined Eris Capital as a strategic advisor and served on the boards of two of its portfolio companies, Smart and Final Stores and Numbers Holding, the corporate parent of 99 cents only, which he served as interim CEO through most of 2013. He began his industry career with Hannaford Brothers in 1980 and moved through the ranks there before the time it was acquired by Dal Hayes Group in 2000 and moved into the Dal Hayes owned Food Line as CEO and was named president in 2001 and CEO a year later. Mrs. Green's natural market this week makes its long-awaited arrival in New York City, bringing new supplier partners, a logo, and stronger-than-ever emphasis on local products. As a preview event Monday, officials of parent company Natural Markets Food Group and a host of vendors showed off the new store, a two-level unit in the well-to-do West Village neighborhood. Although, in the planning stages for nearly two years, the store is the first Mrs. Green's to open under CEO Pat Brown, who joined the company a year ago and reflects adjustments in merchandising and assortment he discussed with Supermarket News. Dollar Tree said Tuesday it's optimistic about the early results of its 100-day action plan to integrate the family dollar stores it acquired on July 6th. Among dozens of initiatives it's pursuing is an effort to rebanner some of the family dollar stores. Since reopening four test stores August 1st, the Chesapeake, Virginia company has rebannered 39 more underperforming units with a goal of 150 conversions by the end of October. We're very pleased with the process, with the early results, 
Chief Executive Sasser noted, feedback from customers in these markets has been extremely positive. Other initiatives underway, he said, include developing coordinated buying and merchandise planning across banners, aligning promotional calendars, leveraging the company's increased buying power, establishing technology integration strategies, improving the store's in-stock position, integrating warehouse management systems, and reducing costs through shared services. Kroger of Cincinnati said Monday it will hold open interviews on September 15th for all veterans and their family members to fill an estimated 20,000 permanent positions across its banners nationwide. The company said interested veterans and family members should fill out online applications by September 13th and then visit a store on September 15th between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. with no appointment necessary. Kroger said it's hired more than 29,000 veterans since 2009, including 6,000 last year as part of its Honoring Our Heroes program, the company's commitment to show gratitude to active duty troops and veterans. Industrial products distributor W.W. Granger closed its acquisition of UK-based Cromwell Group, an independent distributor with online sales channels in Europe for approximately $425 million. The Chicago-based company said it will use its supply chain expertise to accelerate Cromwell's growth online and to expand its own European online sales business. We've demonstrated that when we have a broad product line and supply chain as we do in the U.S., we can develop a profitable online model very quickly, said Jim Ryan, chairman, president, and CEO of Granger, said in a September 1st statement. Cromwell's solid foundation will enable us to accelerate the growth of the online model in Europe within the next six months. Granger is a $10 billion company, distributes maintenance, repair, and operating MRO products, including industrial parts and components in the Americas, Europe, and Asia. The English-based Cromwell has similar business distributing more than 80,000 industrial products through 54 UK branches and 12 international branches. The broad product offering will speed growth and sales for Granger's online MRO model in the UK and Germany. Truckers serving Conley Container Terminal at the Port of Boston can use a newly launched app to find out when containers are ready to be picked up, another sign of how technology is being tapped to improve port productivity. The app, developed by Tideworks Technology, allows users to search for containers by bill of lading or container number, view release and availability status, and maintain a watch list of numerous containers to keep track of their status. The product named Forecast Mobile Light also allows users to see various container-related information like hazardous cargo destinations, vessel arrival and departure times and fees. It's available for both Android and Apple operating systems and will eventually be rolled out to other terminals utilizing Tideworks Forecast web portal. Google has updated its logo for the first time since 1999. It looks to create an identity that it hopes will work better across all its products and all its devices people use across the Internet. The old Google colors remain, but the new logo uses a different font. It also replaces the little blue G icon with four color G, capital G, that matches the logo. The new logo now not just tell consumers they're using Google, but how. Google has changed a lot over the past 17 years from the range of her products to the evolution of look and feel, Google said in a blog post. Once upon a time, a Google was a destination you reached for one device, a PC top. These days, people interact with Google products across many different platforms, many different apps and devices. You expect Google to help you whenever and wherever you need it. 
We're introducing a new logo and identity family that reflects this reality and shows you when Google Magic is working for you. The new design will roll out across Google's full range of products, including Search Maps, Gmail, and Chrome. The FDA earlier this month sent a warning letter to Hampton Creeks Foods, Inc. that it can no longer use the term mayo of the image or the image of an egg for its egg-free just mayo spreads. Josh Tietrich, the high-level, high-profile CEO of the company, told Inc.com, there's no reason for us to rename the product. However, he also admitted the company is in talks with the FDA, and he hopes and is hopeful the agency will change its mind. The federal agency also noted some other violations in the current Just Mayo label and website. Folks, it's time for a short break. Coming up here shortly, we've got a few more news and notes, and then we're going to dig into a final segment for the rest of the day. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've got a great product. And it's now on the store shelves at all the major big box retailers. So what's the problem? You are getting squeezed. Cost reductions are demanded from the retailers, and they are not letting up. So what are you going to do? You can give in and watch your margins disappear and hope you can make them up with other clients or with other products. You can say no and watch the retailers make deals with your competitors. Or you could say yes because you've discovered a way to increase your margins and even get lost margins back. At StandUpPouches.net, we live and breathe flexible retail packaging. We have factories that can run as few as 5,000 pieces and scale to millions without any change in quality. We are ISO 9000 and ISO 14000 approved and offer complete supply chain solutions using our Ohio warehouse. Your retail packaging is the voice of your brand. Don't use inferior packaging. Choose packaging that not only protects, but keeps products fresher for longer while building your brand. To learn more, visit us at www.standuppouches.net or call us at 866-440-2123. If you're interested in gaining strategies to be more successful both at work and your personal life, check out Turn the Page with host Hemda Mizrahi. It's all about building new habits and perspectives. The show helps you identify the changes you need to make that align with your values and priorities, and then apply these principles to your career, health, social life, and other areas. These are proven techniques that work. Turn the Page airs live Fridays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Ditch the Box with David Marinak. If you'd like more information about our program, send David an email to david at standuppouches.net. That's David at standuppouches.net. Now, back to Ditch the Box. Welcome back to Ditch the Box, ladies and gentlemen, for our final segment of the day. We're going to introduce a new ebook that we just launched on the web How to Get Your Products on Store Shelves at Walmart, Supplying to Walmart. 
First and foremost, preparing for your pitch. Getting your product on the Walmart shelves is like hitting the mother load for manufacturers in, vast, in a vast range of industries. Within, with more than 11,000 stores across the globe, the opportunity to reach millions of customers is tremendous at these retail locations. While some of Walmart's suppliers are multi-billion dollar brands, others are small businesses with just a few employees. By 2023, Walmart vows to purchase approximately $250 billion, that's a B, in products and support of creation of American jobs. And the company is allotting two-thirds of its spending on products made, sourced, and grown in the U.S., There is ample opportunity for new companies to make their way into the retail behemoth, but proper knowledge and preparation is essential in achieving that goal. The number one thing brands need to understand is that Walmart is not a trendsetter. While the store is always looking for unique, innovative products to place in their stores, they want cold, hard data on the successes of the companies that line their shelves. This isn't the place for a business to pitch an abstract concept or idea to or experiment with consumer response to a product. Walmart buyers seek out sales data, Nielsen stats, and comprehensive numbers on your product's performance with other retailers. They're looking at seasonal sales numbers, prices, costs, and all of the intricacies that properly illustrate your company's execution of a product and how well it prospers across various retail channels. Walmart previously ran a contest called Get on the Shelf that allows investors, entrepreneurs, and engineers <clears throat> excuse me, to quickly and easily submit their product ideas online for a chance to introduce them to a retailer's large customer base. However, marketing tactics like this aren't how the corporation does business on a day-to-day basis. Understanding what products the retailer wants, how to pitch them, and how to market and present them is absolutely vital. Walmart may seem like an intimidating company to work with, but teaming up with the right partners can help brands large and small navigate the waters and effectively get their their goods onto store shelves. The second stage here is navigating the sales cycle. Ask any business owner who's worked with Walmart and what it's like to supply products to the retailer, and most will tell you it has a notoriously long sales cycle. Manufacturers have to work fast and efficiently, but they must be prepared for the slow process of actually getting their items in stores. During the pitching phase, a a committee will port forth a review schedule that keeps producers in the loop about the progress of combing through information about their products. It's common for a company to pitch a product in January, for example, then wait until September or October for the actual shipping phase to begin. Now, with pitching to Walmart, it's integral that you spend the time and money to have a physical product in your hands. Your business has, no doubt, invested a tremendous amount of effort in perfecting the recipe, the design, and functionality of your product. Now, you must consider how it will look in the aisles of a store and what message it is communicating to shoppers. You must factor in your product packaging when considering where and how your item fits into Walmart selection. And you should be critiquing, editing, and finalizing your product packaging during this pitching phase as well. Seasoned food and beverage producers will tell you that in all the years they spent pitching products to Walmart, not once did the company's team actually sample the product. Customers aren't the only people making purchasing decisions with their eyes. Walmart's buyers are too and are looking at a product packaging when deciding which products to acquire. You can work with a packaging supplier in advance to have a few printed digital printed samples made to produce to show Walmart's buyers. This is important. This will make much more of an impact than just talking about your product line, talking about the product itself. And it'll show them that you have the means to pump out an incredible product 
that is packaged and presented very well. Plus, it'll look incredible in their stores. Walmart's new review committee, review committee looks at many factors when deciding which products they want to carry. Aside from stats, data, and numbers about a product's sales performance, they also review planograms that help visualize where the product will be placed in stores. This helps with the merchandising phase, and it's important in a strategic placement in spe- to maximize sales. Producers must keep this in mind when packaging is presented in presenting their products and should include features that allow the product to be seen in locations agreed upon by Walmart. If products are meant to be placed on hooks at the end of aisles, they must feature hang holes in their packaging. If they're going on shelves, they should be able to stand so customers can see them. These are factors that the review committee will take into consideration, which is why having a physical product, physical package of your product, rather than just a concept, is crucial first stage of the process. When it comes to pricing, there's often a stigma attached to the big boys like Walmart. The reality is the store is easy to work with once you've agreed upon a set price for your product. Walmart is unlikely to sway from initial determined pricing, but it is in an effort to get the process moving as quickly and orderly as possible. Walmart pays its bills very fast and is eager to move forward from the planning stage to get products out to customers. Unfortunately, many businesses pitching products are not prepared for the timeliness Walmart demands, as well as the large volume of goods this major retailer requires. Companies have to work fast and think about the massive quantities of product the store needs. Many producers cannot fulfill their orders, and they try to sell the fact that their goods are in Walmart stores without making enough profit. They end up running out of funds and cash to actually keep producing their items. This results in companies' unwise attempts to persuade Walmart to change their initial agreed-upon pricing, which simply isn't going to cut it when working with Walmart. Another common move brands make is they sell their products to other retailers cheaper than they sell to Walmart. This is going to be a costly mistake as Walmart stays surprised. They stay apprised of these numbers and will begin selling your product for that lower price as well in an effort to stay competitive. I'm going to wrap up this ebook here shortly with a very quick quote that came from Jason Wong, VP of Sales at HFM Food Service, and this is important. After pitching products from Olives to Quinoa to companies as large as Walmart in Bentonville, Arkansas, as well as Safeway and Dollar General, 99.9% of the time, as close to 100 as you can get, he said, not one of these people, not one of these companies ever opened a package and tried the product. People buy with their eyes. This is important. People buy with their eyes. No one has time to taste. The trick is to get to the consumer, in this case the buyer, to pick up the product and put it in their cart. And what does this, folks? What is key to all this is packaging. Folks, that's all the time we have for today's show. I'd like to thank, once again, Linda Dickinson with USA Fulfillment, along with my producer, Jamie Berling, and our executive producer, Winston Winnie Price. Until next time, everybody, remember, it's your product. Package it properly. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Ditch the Box. We're live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join David Marinak for another great show next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.